-hmm. You're very aware of what could go wrong. Mm -hmm. You're calculated. Mm -hmm. You can see the areas where it could go wrong. Mm -hmm. But you said a key thing is you trust them. Mm -hmm. But do you trust them blindly? That's what I need mm -hmm. to know. Do you just pl do you trust your husband blindly? No. <laughs> No. <laughs> okay, so not so, blindly. So explain, so explain to us what does that mean? What does that mean? Welcome back to Kingdom Heirs to another episode of Kingdom Heirs, where faith meets business. Today we have a key question that we want to ask, and we want to answer it as well. Taking risks in life as a married couple in business. How do we do that when one spouse is a very low risk, has a very low risk tolerance and another spouse has extremely high risk tolerance? Is there a balance? And if so, how do we get there together? So welcome. Today we have Melanie and David Frymiller. <laughs> and uh, we know them quite well. They happen to be neighbors of ours. They've been married for the past 27 years. They have four daughters, and they have been in business together for the past 25 years. David and Melanie own and operate three successful businesses here in Corpus Christi. Melanie, a graduate of Baylor University, has her bachelor's in business and in marketing. David is a graduate from Del Mar College with a communications uh, degree, as well as a, bachelor, a master's from Texas A&M Corpus Christi. So... David and Melanie are also active members in our community and are very involved in the church community as well. I would like to say that they are probably some of the most connected people in our community. They know who's who and they're very involved. Um, and so whenever I'm interested in knowing what's going on in town, I'll typically ask my neighbor, David. <laughs> Thank you guys for being here. Welcome. Thank you. James, we're honored. Thank you. We feel the same about you guys. You guys have become great friends, so we're glad to be with you. Thank you. You know, one of the things I, I remember is um, how we first met your family. And I think it's important to say it. Um, yeah, we were trespassing on your property. <laughs> yeah. No, that was the second time. Oh, okay. <laughs> so the first time, Megan and I, we had just bought some property out, um, out kind of in the middle of farmland country. And um, we were out uh, getting ready to go pray over the property. We always believed, you know, before you buy a piece of property, you should pray over it. So we're out there praying over it, and we meet this, uh, this, this. We meet you, David, and we're like, "Oh, hi! You know, we're the Madalones, and hi, we're the Frey Millers. Uh, nice, the Frey Millers. Nice to meet you guys." And you're like, "Oh, you know, you guys are moving in. Yeah, we're gonna build a house, and and we have three girls, and oh, we have three girls too, and oh, that was so cool. I was like, oh, this is gonna be great. And uh, we saw each other. I think a year later, we we're getting ready to build the house, and uh, at that point. Uh, you guys were expecting your fourth daughter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was like, get out of town. <laughs> Megan and I were expecting our fourth daughter, too, <laughs> which was really cool. So one of the things that we want to kind of talk about was, you know, looking at being an entrepreneurial family. Um, why did you decide to get into business why did you start your own company? Why did you guys get in there? I mean, you you were in radio, successful, successfully in radio. Melanie, you were working for another firm. What, what were you doing when you came out of college? Where were you working? Well, I started out working um, enterprise rent-a-car and learned some management skills, and then I went to uh, Spawn Home Care. Okay. And then we got married, and um, I worked there up until I had Madison, our first. And then All I was right. a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. Cars. I didn't mention this. Uh, David and Melanie own Harbor Parking. It's the valet service for the whole city. I would venture to say. Uh, also, have a. What else do you do? 
uh, we also have Harbor Driving that kind of spun off from the parking business. People kept asking me to drive in places. So we started just a separate business uh, as a driving service with suburbans and, you know, private charter type driving. Yeah. Taking people to airports or Houston or dinner. And, um, and then we started during COVID, people asked, the hospitals were asking us to serve as greeters inside the hospital to ask the questions and take temperatures. And so we wow. spun that off to a separate business as Harbor Hospitality. So we Talk have Harbor Driving, Harbor Parking, and Harbor, Harbor Hospitality. So kind of, uh, uh, you know, smothering smothering the industry. <laughs> That's right. Right? <laughs> Making money in every aspect of the Meeting industry. Needs. Yeah, meeting needs, exactly. Meeting yeah. Needs. yeah. Exactly. Well said. Yeah. Just, you know, we talked about how businesses, um, you know, businesses really, it's service. Mm-hmm. We're, here to, we're here to serve. We provide a service for our community, and, and it's a fee for service and, and of sorts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so why valet? How did you get into that? That's such a niche market. Yeah, that's that's a great question. I started in high school. Just a friend of mine was doing it and asked if I wanted to park cars one weekend. I was like, uh, sure, why not? Yeah. So I did. I'm like, wow, this is the coolest job ever. Get to be outside. I love being outside and park cars. I was making more money in tips than my friends did flipping hamburgers. And so mm. plus it was flexible. Like I was going to school, working a full-time job, and it put me through college. Just kept doing it through college. Then... Like you said, when I got a master's, I thought, all right, I got an MBA, I'm going to take on the world. Right, right. There was nothing out there. I was like, <laughs> I don't want to sit behind a desk all day looking at papers. And I was making more money parking cars. So, wow. So wow. I just kept doing that. And eventually, um, the owner was retired, and I helped him a lot. And eventually, he turned it over to me. And wow. Here we are. Okay, so that's... Melanie, what did you think about that? You guys were young married, newly married, right? I never dreamed that valet would be our our, our income source. <laughs> she was done with college, yes. gainfully employed. I was still in college, flopping yes. around. And I told him, we're going to get this done. <laughs> get the college part done. And, yeah. uh, but I, I didn't think that that would be a sustainable income, you know, for our family. But um, he... he grew it and developed it into one and yeah um, it was never my favorite because it took weekends and nights and holidays and yeah yeah a lot of sacrifice there but um a lot of sacrifice i mean that's that's true i think that's that's something that um you know people in the community they see us entrepreneurs and they say oh wow they've got nice houses they've got nice cars they they seem to be doing well um they really don't see they don't see the backside of it Mm -hmm. and what's that like what is that I mean, Megan and I know what it is, mm-hmm. but I mean, and you guys know what it is, but not everybody else understands that. What mm-hmm. I mean is that we talk about the good, the bad, the ugly and being as being an entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs. And, you know, I think that there's there's a place where we can talk about how faith gives us uh, strength to do what we do. Uh, there's wisdom in it, uh, what to do, what not to do. You know, how does it affect our marriage? Um, you know, it's not all about growing revenue. Right. I mean, that's a big mm-hmm. part of it, but that's right. not what it's all about. Mm-hmm. What's it about for you? Why, why are you guys? There was a in lot business? of sacrifice, and she has put up with so much. James really has. <laughs> so many anniversaries that you know, a job would pop up last minute. Oh, there goes our anniversary plans. Our yeah. Birthday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every New Year's Eve, we didn't spend mm-hmm. New Year's Eve together. Our whole marriage until I was in an accident and just came out of the hospital, mm-hmm. and I couldn't work. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so she's been so patient and so um, understanding with all of that. Yeah. Even recruited her to come help me with something she's not comfortable in. You know, yeah. on some jobs like, who wants to work on Valentine's Day? That's when we were with your family. It's and true. That's why we had to work one. because nobody else wanted <laughs> yeah, nobody to work. Tell me about that. So, <laughs> that so, was early so on. you guys as a family, what did you guys have? What did you guys do? What do you mean? Well, there was a. Don't event. you have people? You just hire people, and people do all that work for <laughs> well, you guys, right? In, in theory, it's gotten better now that we've been able to build up a team and build momentum and get things going. Yeah. So it's been a lot more 
it's a lot better recent years. But back then, as we're getting started, um, is Valentine's. The Lexington here in town, a museum, has an annual Valentine's dance event. It's yeah. real neat. Couldn't get anybody to work. No one would work. I was like, what am I going to do? And I don't want to turn down business and sure. disappoint them. And so I got my wife to help. Her parents helped. Wow. Um, you got mom, your parents? You got yeah, your parents to help? My parents were out. She's my mother like, this was driving a shuttle van. What is he yes. doing? <laughs> but they were supportive. You they know, were. Along too, their yeah. mom was driving a shuttle truck, driving me yeah. back and forth to a parking lot, and she would drive fast. Yeah. <laughs> I was hanging off for dear life. Yeah, I, I was just trying that. to get rid of me at the moment. I love that. <laughs> this son-in-law of mine. I'll show this guy. <laughs> can he just get a regular J-O-B? Yeah. Can he get a job? Yeah. I love that. That's good, because she came from, you know, her dad was a banker, banker hours. Her mom was a nurse, just very secure, good income. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about that? Like, what were you thinking when you married me? Well, well seriously, because it's different. I mean, Megan has a similar background, right? Yeah, my mom was a stay-at-home mom, and my dad is a civil engineer. Yeah. yeah, you could see, though, the work ethic that he had. And so I knew whatever he did, he was going to put 100% in it, and he was going to really go go all in. So I was not concerned about any of that, just... Uh, wasn't used to that kind of lifestyle, you know. Yeah, it's different. Uh, my my parents did the nine to five, so yeah. yeah, it was it was different. Yeah, yeah go to college. Yeah, get get a good degree, get a good job, and camp. Right, mm-hmm. security. Camp there, secure. Yeah. Work the ladder, mm-hmm. right? And and you know, I think it kind of asks the question: is 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 can anybody be an entrepreneur? Can can everybody just be a be a business owner? I mean, what do what do you think about that? What's your thought on that? I would say no. I would say no. There's just like this passion in me that I have brothers and sisters that are totally different. My brother's a pilot. You know, he's very structured. He knows sure. when he's flying. He and we what... want them to be. Yeah, guys exactly. Yes. They, they can't be squirreling. I don't want them out until yeah. three in the morning no parking yeah. cars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's great. And we get along great. But I think we're just wired differently. So I would say, and you mm-hmm. probably don't have. Okay. Like I would build three more businesses today. And if I was gone, you would sell all the businesses. Yeah. So right. <laughs> right. that's really good. That's yeah. a, that's funny. She that's, told me that. Yeah. <laughs> I asked Megan the same thing. I said, Meg, would you know if I'm gone tomorrow, what would you do? What would you do? I don't know. Would you sell it? Would you keep it? Would you run it? What would you do? Which one? I think, <laughs> I think it yeah. would depend on which one and and how much you are able to delegate those businesses because when a business is just based on you personally um i can't be you when you're not there so that business then would um cease if if you ceased if there is something that you delegated a lot that i could actually you know do without you then um, it's something i could keep okay so what i heard you say is if i set up a really well delegated company Mm -hmm. hey that's that's Mm -hmm. cash cowing Mm -hmm. You would keep operating it. If I could. Yeah, that's good. Okay, that's good. That's fair. I think if that's I kind could. of the point. Good answer, yeah. And it, and it yeah. brings it to the point of you have solo entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then you have guys that have teams, that built teams, that's right? Mm-hmm. right? That's right. Mm-hmm. And most of us start off as solo. That's right. Mm-hmm. Us with helpers are just like, but we are the, we are the main crux of all of it. Um, you know, what was that like when you transitioned from being the guy that was primarily running everything to getting a team around you? I mean, not just not just like guys to park cars, but like right. management team. Mm-hmm. What was that like and how right. did you make that transition? Yeah, that's hard. It's very hard. And we're <clears throat> in that now. And we have a great team that and a director of operations that's over the staffing and hiring and 
uh, equipping jobs and making sure they all go well. And I keep kind of reach back in again and it's it's hard to give him his space and yeah you know we had a big discussion the other day of like what it took to get to this point where he can have nights and weekends off and yeah. you know nice office and uh and we want to do that we want to do that for our teams that. that's the goal right it's but all about yet, you know today we're leaving our daughters in college we've been able to go to the home games and leave for weekends and that hasn't mm-hmm. always been the case mm-hmm. yeah so so it's a good transition it's great but yeah. it's very difficult it is mm-hmm. you know i think that's kind of the key thing is that we can uh, create a lifestyle for ourselves where we actually are enjoying mm-hmm. what we've, mm-hmm. you know, the the fruit of our labor, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's kind of what's one of the keys too is um, that I have found as well, and I know it's true for many entrepreneurs is uh, we spend all this time generating wealth, but we don't create the time, we don't take the time to create memories mm-hmm. with our families, mm-hmm. right? right? And so we, we, I think we talked about this the other day about having um, quality time versus quantity time. Especially people like us who are constantly on the go, mm-hmm. what is that? I mean, what does that look like? I mean, ha, I mean, so if you had to exchange, you know, your holiday because you knew you, you knew you'd be working that evening, how would you dance around family time, making sure you guys had right. that quality time? How right. would you do that? We would we would still do. It. We'd go the next, you know, Sunday or weekend have our valentines together, and it wasn't as crowded. So hey, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so yeah, spend we a little less up. on the plate. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And yeah. as you've mentioned lately, we've been going on ski trips together as a family, and that gives us a lot of you know we're away from things or mm-hmm. right. We weren't able to do that when the kids were younger because we were tied to the business. And, Correct. And we couldn't leave very easy, or he couldn't leave very easily, right. and so we missed a lot of those opportunities. So now we're trying to build that in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's easier. Remember yeah. one week recently, I said, I'm going. I said, unless it's fire, flood, or blood, don't call me. Just, you know, leave yeah. me alone. And <laughs> team, I didn't get out. a single call. Yeah. Yeah. Work it out, team. Yeah. Do not call me. Yeah. So it's, it's there. It's just me letting go is the issue more yeah. than them taking, being able to handle it. So. Let me ask you something. I mean, I mean, as, as believers, as, as kingdom-minded Christians, you know, do you think God cares about what we do with oh, our businesses? Absolutely. He's, mm-hmm. he's so concerned about our everyday life and our decisions we make. Yeah, and I, I think he, I know he wants us to take care of people. That's the underlying motive throughout Scripture. I think true yes. is how we treat each other and treat people and do what we yeah. say we're going to do and provide good service. Yeah, that's right. Because outside of, I mean, that's what business is all about. Mm-hmm. I mean, businesses, you see a need, you see a need that that our community has, and you try to meet the need with a service or a product, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in the end, we're we're actually here to meet people's needs. Mm-hmm. I just thought of something. The, the gentleman I worked for for 20 years and pretty much ran the business for him um, passed away. And when he passed away, I was working at a local dinner club in town and just finishing, I was finishing up the jobs that he had committed. I thought, okay, this is my way out. I'm finally going to get out of this crazy business. Yep. And then one by one, like ladies kept coming out of the club saying, they said that you're going to stay and you're going to keep things going. I was like, I didn't say that. <laughs> And he one was... came and hugged me and said, oh, we're so glad, David, that things are going to keep going and you're going to keep this going. Like, I never said that. <laughs> but wow. here I am. I'm still going. Still, so, you know, how you're still you still doing that? Well, I mean, it's, again, I think it talks about, you know, finding a niche in the market and doing extremely well with it and try to uh, insulate it and, and cover the different aspects of the, of the market. And, you know, you're there. It's like the hospital. Mm-hmm. You're there. Now, because you're physically there uh, and you availed yourself to the hospital needing having a need. I mean, you filled mm-hmm. a great spot there, mm-hmm. right? Another, yeah. another, another. You're meeting a need, and and your friendly, warm smile and 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 face, but but and then you're getting monetized for it. I mean, you're you're receiving yeah. revenues for it as well. I mean, so it's it really is a great 
It's a great thing. It is. You know, it's such an extension of your Christian. I wouldn't really even talk about it at work, but yet the community somehow knows, you know, like that's right. That we have these standards. You mean and, you don't put Christian fishes all over your business cards and your website? <laughs> because and... I'll let God down, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm so well said. Just mess things up. And so I don't want to bring him into that. But yeah, he gets glorified through things. Yeah. I was thinking at the hospital the other day, there's a gentleman that went into the hospital, was admitted, but he went home on an ambulance, but he'd valeted his car. And the valets, I wasn't there, had nothing to do with it. They said, hey, we'll get your car home and we'll follow the valet back and bring you your keys and get it home. That's nothing. We didn't think a thing. That was a small Mm -hmm. thing. Like Pat Lanchini talks about little big things. But to him, that was amazing. Y'all would actually do that because I've got no way to go get my car. Yeah. So, you know, it cost us nothing. But it meant meant a ton. Mm -hmm. It's it's that high level. It's top shelf service. Mm -hmm. And it's Mm -hmm. obtainable. It's very obtainable. Mm-hmm. In the end, we're we're here to provide exceptional service, and in that, in providing it, you know, we can get we can get paid very well for that service, mm-hmm. and it doesn't take away from the fact that it truly is still service, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. I'm talking too much. I'll let you answer. I get excited about work. <laughs> Melanie, what kind of what kind of advice would you give a young entrepreneurial couple? who are just starting out in their first company, first business, they are scared, you know. What what advice would you give them? Yes. Well, it's just to be prepared to work hard. I mean, just to work hard and and you you go through each little problem that comes up just one by one and and just look at the bigger picture of of working through it together. Um, We've had ups and downs, you know, with it and it seems like one of us will be up and one will be down at times. So the other one right. helps the other one get back up, you know. That's and, true. Uh, There's even been sleepless nights for yeah. you when yeah. you lay awake asleep wondering yeah. how we're going to make payroll. I mean, we didn't get where right. we were today without a lot of sacrifice, you know, sacrifice, hard times in the beginning, you know. savings, all yeah. the payroll. Yeah. 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 We've seen that. Yeah. yeah. We've done without our paycheck, yeah. you know, to make sure everybody else gets theirs. And, yeah. and, you know, we still have bills to pay. So right. it's like, well, yeah, but it works out. It works out. Yeah. You know, we, so. we talk about the risk and how risk <laughs> there's risk, but then there's reward for the risk. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know one of the things that Meg and I, we talk about and we've talked about and, and Meg has really been a great anchor for me um, at times when I just wanted to sail the ship mm-hmm. and I would have sailed it directly into a tsunami. Mm-hmm. Um and so, you know, we talk about risks, right? And so one of the things I think that um, that I love the fact that Meg and I are very different, mm-hmm. but at the same time, we complement each other so very well. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you guys this. Uh, who's the bigger, who has the, the higher risk tolerance in your relationship? David. That's David. My David. Right. meter is broken. It it's broken. Yes. All right. I jump yes. out of the plane and build a parachute on the way down. Yes. <laughs> and and you would trust that God would give you all the material to build yeah. a parachute, right? So there's faith with that risk, Absolutely. right? Uh, it, real quick, you know, with that, you know, how do you think faith ties together with risk? Well, that's a great question. Because mm-hmm. it's, I think when we work together, like she said, like, like I'll explain to her the idea that I have and she'll... She'll always say, did you think about this? Did you think about this? Oh, no, I didn't think anything about that. <laughs> yeah. she, has, she has discernment on these issues. Good. I bring so the discernment. logistics into mm-hmm. it, yeah. the realities of, yeah. of but if, if I say, what it would take. Like even quitting my job to pursue a side hustle, which it was, yeah. was a big risk. And I just said, I feel like well, I need to do this. It's just I've gone mm-hmm. as high I can get in my regular job, and it's not going anywhere. I'm burned out. I'm and we didn't no know challenge. that this was going to go anywhere or that right. it would be enough to support our family. And it was a risk to take 
But you, I mean, I had to just say, I trust you. I know that you're going to do what's best for the family and, and you're going to do whatever it takes to get there. So wow. I have to kind of put aside my insecurities about the risk at times and let him take the lead and, and see where it goes. Let yeah. me, let me, so, so you're basically saying that what I hear you saying is um, you're very, you're very aware of the risk. Mm-hmm. You're very aware of what could go wrong. Mm-hmm. You're calculated. Mm-hmm. You can see the areas where it could go wrong. Mm-hmm. But you said a key thing is you trust them. Mm-hmm. But do you trust them blindly? That's what I need to know. Do you just pl- do you trust your husband blindly? No. <laughs> no. Okay. So not so, blindly. So explain, so explain to us what does that mean? What, yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. So so you so you because you yeah. mentioned you mentioned you saw that he's hardworking. Mm-hmm. You knew he was diligent. He had this this attitude of whatever it takes. So how do you trust someone when you know you see all the warning signs that this could go bad? How do you mm-hmm. trust someone in that moment? Mm-hmm. It's faith, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Because you've saved us from, like you said, sailing into the tsunami. Yeah, yeah, I've wanted to do some partnerships or things that you said were a bad idea, and yeah, definitely were. Mm-hmm. It's just a real discernment. When we were dating, yeah. you know, we have the talks. You know, when we get married and are dreaming together. And she mentioned, like, you know, wanting to have a family and stay home with her children. And I said I would work three jobs so you could stay home with the kids. <clears throat> yeah, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it took. And which I would, and I pretty and much did. did that, but, pretty much yeah. did that, yes. Yeah. Because you had a, because you had a, because I loved to work, yeah. You, but you, but you also it sounds like you also had a vision for what you wanted for your family, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I wanted her to be home with the children if that's what she wanted, right? Mm-hmm. And so I mean, so so it's kind of Megan and I. We had this, similar conversations about that. Yeah, you're awfully quiet over there. Either you're <laughs> not awake, yeah, you're not, either you're not awake yet, or you're just absorbing. <laughs> it is early. Uh, so I'll speak uh, a million words. Before Megan will speak, but when she does speak, I listen Mm -hmm. (laughs) because she doesn't speak Mm -hmm. a lot of words. (laughs) But, you know, in that, just kind of looking at how um, when we we trust. So so we mentioned it's a risk. So risk risk is um, we see the pie in the sky or we see the end goal. Right. We see the we see the value as to why we want to pursue it. We, we, the risky part is that we don't know the equation. We don't know all the parts of the equation to put it all together. Mm-hmm. We have a couple pieces and we know if we just connect A to B, we can get to C and then D and E will fall together, right? Mm-hmm. Like some people say, look, you got to have a solid business plan. It better be, right? How many business plans did we write before uh, every idea that we had? Uh, I don't know. I think when I wanted to do a business, you would want me to write a business plan. When you want to do a business you didn't write a business plan. You don't need plan. a business plan. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he he's, like, he's like, you really need to explain this to me. But that is funny. it didn't go like. It did not cross the yeah. aisle. We definitely did not cross the aisle on that. He's like, he, well, I, I don't know. Like, does one does one do more risk than the other? I think that both, we both feel like all right, this could go sideways. Yeah, but we both more of like want to support what could happen in the positive part of that. Um but as a woman, like security is very important to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just ingrained in me. I mean, um, there's I, you know there's just different currencies, and one a currency for women, I believe, is is like a security, um, especially when we have children. We want to make sure that um, everybody is cared for, yeah. and that's mm-hmm. very paramount. Um, I I know that I know one of the key things that you said to me, and maybe you guys had a similar approach. Uh, Meg, you said James. Put X amount of dollars in cash mm-hmm. aside. 
Give me, six, give me. I wanted, I wanted um, six months. Six months. Mm-hmm. I wanted like six months. Six months mm-hmm. of income. Six mm-hmm. six months of expenses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give me six months of expenses for like um, for just like whatever our bills were. So like mm-hmm. you know mortgage, our car payments, our like whatever food or whatever our children were involved in. That if we were in a really tight spot and it was cash, couldn't ever touch it. Mm-hmm. Um, just so that we had that, and that helped me feel a little bit more secure for taking um, other risks, because I wanted to see things work out well too, but um, it wasn't just like he and I could rebuild, but to explain mm-hmm. that to our children when it was a risk that could go sideways and we could have avoided it, I wanted to make sure that there was um, a buffer, a, a buffer. Yeah. I, like I know, like a, ty- like a yeah. typer, but margin. I wanted to make sure there was some <clears throat> sort of safety net, because mm-hmm. like we could get through on our own, but like we, aren't by ourselves we have we have children mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. that's right yeah i think from talking we've realized y'all both said the same thing you said don't touch your house like you mm-hmm. know i could venture rental properties or investments yeah mm-hmm. risk that but don't touch your house yeah. <laughs> don't mess with the yeah. nest yeah. We said, don't yeah, mess with the good. nest well that, that prime <laughs> that prime security and yeah. we've said that too i'm like you can take mortgages out on all sorts of things not our home mm-hmm. yeah she said the same yeah. thing. not our That's home yeah. don't uh, mess with the nest guys if you hear one thing right now don't yeah. mess with the nest That's if right. you're messing with the That's nest right. you can you you can lose a rental property but don't That's right. lose my house That's right. Yeah. okay so i mean so this is kind of what we're talking about so risk is okay Risk. Okay, I'm gonna. What I I want to just make sure we hit the highlight of this. You can have a low risk tolerance person and a very high risk tolerance person. The high risk may seem like a kite, and the low risk person may seem like the string. Mm -hmm. And so we will. You know, y'all have helped us soar Mm -hmm. and get us to to heights that we never really thought really really could happen. We just had this creative imagination. If that dude over there is doing it. Why can't I do that's it? Right. right? Mm-hmm. There's that tension that's good. <clears throat> and, and we need that tension. We want that. Quite frankly, I want it. Because mm-hmm. I think if Megan literally just cut the string, I'd freak out. Mm-hmm. I, I literally would freak out. Same. Um, mm-hmm. And be like, whoa, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Now, now there's no order. There's no structure. And so you've created a ton of structure for us in our life, which has been very, very um, helpful for me to take more risks that have been more calculated risks. I wrote down calculated. It's calculated. Because you said it earlier. That's exactly it's it. It's calculated. With but, this business, we could see potential. We could see growth. If I went and invested everything in some commodity I knew nothing about. Yeah. It's then, foolish. Yeah. Well, At that point, it's kind of foolish. Yeah. Yes. And, and focusing on one or two things and not if he would, he, you know, if he did it on his own, he would be all over the place right. with all these different things that I would be very uncomfortable with because yeah. I, I would, you know, see more risk in mm-hmm. that yeah you know? in my mind and, i've got two more businesses i want yeah, to start now yeah. but she's yeah like, I, I'm like, I have like on, yeah i'm there with you in the middle <laughs> yeah. of something right now <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. well no i mean but yeah. but also but you worked your industry mm-hmm. right you worked your industry you know you're in, like you've got you've got a ton of ideas you and i've talked mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. hours yes. about ideas but you've been faithful with your industry mm-hmm. right That's i mean true. you're really mm-hmm. pinging your in- industry very very mm-hmm. well and, and sometimes we have to say, what is, we have to go back. What is it we do? Like, yeah. let's not mm-hmm. get distracted with something that's not in our will yeah. set, you know, and that's what right. we're supposed to be, what we're here to that's do. That's so good. You know? That's right. Mission, Stick vision, with ballet, values. You know? Mission, <laughs> is what vision, my coach values. walked me through, business coach. What's our mission? Mm-hmm. What's our vision? Where do we want to go? Write this yeah. stuff down. It's yeah. so yeah. important. And what are our values? That's the values right. don't change. They don't. Our strategy might change how to get to that vision. That's good. But you're right. It says what we do. And most importantly for me, it says what we don't do. Come on. Mm-hmm. People yeah. sometimes call. We had somebody call and say, hey, I'm running for office. Can your valets go hang things on doors? Well, no, we're a parking business. Yeah. That's, that's what yeah. we are. Yeah. Yeah. We're not a political. I love you. We'll vote for yeah. you. 
but work yeah. your campaigns, but we're a parking business. That's it. Right. And so yeah. that helps keep me focused more. That's yeah. right. If, if um, I would say this, if you saw, and if you saw that we started a bunch of, bunch of ideas and we literally just, we'd get into it, it'd get hard and we quit. How much stake would you put, how much stock would you put into the fact you think we could do it? There's a lot of guys out there, a lot of guys and gals that, that, that jump into things, they get into it, they're like, oh, this is really hard, and they're out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, quite frankly, David, if that's how you yeah. performed the past 25 years, you wouldn't be where you are today, no. right? And you would have no faith in his right, ability, right? Right. Yeah. So, yeah. so we're talking about high risk, low risk. Um, if, if we're a high risk person, but we, we, can't, we can't actually put in the work, mm-hmm. no one will trust us. Mm-hmm. Our, our wives will think that we're idiots and because and I, risk is I, a stupid risk i mean quite frankly it's yeah. stupid risk right yeah that's right and because i've seen him take the risk and do what it takes to make it work i'm a little bit more lenient on how much risk i'm willing to take because sure. i know that he's gonna do he's gonna fall through that he's gonna fall through what it takes to get it to work <clears throat> and and so so i think that's good because we want to build up confidence for young entrepreneur couples yeah. Uh, especially mm-hmm. for the men. Well, why don't you trust me? Why well, give her something to trust. That's mm-hmm. right. Give her something right. to put a stake into and say, look, you did it here. You did it here. You're building up your record with me. Uh, I, I believe you can actually do it. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, that's. I think that's very valuable. Mm-hmm. And not to say she's a doormat at all, Like, because we even earlier this week, we had a big, not confront. well, it was a confrontation, yeah. <laughs> disagreement yeah. over Passionate wages, really. Yeah. Conversation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she... You know, says this is where I stand. You do what you want, and when I'm wrong, you'll I'll admit I'll tell that you. you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she still gave me the go ahead. But she let me know where she stood on the issues. So. It's really important. Yeah. It is. That's um. I I tend to be a bull. I know that. And um. And really? I, and I say that. <laughs> Megan, do I am I like a bull or am I goat? I mean, you know, a sheep. I mean, I don't know. Um, but I mean, I, I do. I know I tend to. You just, if I feel really strongly about it, I'll, I'll jump into it. But I also have the check in my mind, oh, Meg's going to say something that she's right about. I already know mm-hmm. she's going to see something that I don't see. I need to slow down and engage Meg about it and ask her perspective of whether or not it's a, a good move or not. Have you, you remember these conversations that we've had? I know you. I know that if you present an idea um, in a defensive manner, that there's something in you that knows that I'm not going to agree with it because you shouldn't really go forward with it. <laughs> so I think how you present an idea um, prefaces how I view it and whether or not I'm going to get on board or not. That's a good um, point. So, yeah, so we already have like our own so guards. I already know you. <laughs> that's, well, that's a good, but that's a good perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know how you approach it, you know, to introduce something, whether or not it's something that's really viable that I should get behind or if it's something I should just be like... My, Meg is the first know. pitch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First elevator pitch goes to Megan. Mm-hmm. But so I have to have I have to be really well prepared to pitch yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And if it falls flat, it's probably because I shouldn't do it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, I'm not always right either. I mean, the the times that I I put my opinion out there, it doesn't always pan out that that was correct either. So it's we both seldom. are. Yeah, most of the time. <laughs> but, but yeah, we both have to be willing to say, yeah, you were right. I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely. Really right. Since we're talking about marriages, can I just, you know, there's a yeah. book that came out a long time ago. Men are like waffles. Women are like spaghetti. And like <laughs> when we were having our issue earlier in the week, she talked about our marriage. I said, oh, look, we can compartmentalize. Like, no, that's work. This is marriage. This is home life. 
you know, I can I can close yeah. that door and open this door. It's yeah. no big deal. Men can switch back and forth. Women cannot. It's all mm-hmm. intertwined together. Everything touches. What's the name of that book? I got to read that. Yeah. Book. <laughs> Men are like waffles. There's little bitty compartments. Women are like spaghetti. It's all tangled up. Oh. That's all wound okay. up. It's yeah. great. So that was her. Like I could separate. I could go home. Like oh, that's work. That doesn't matter here anymore. Right. Not her. That I was still. So <laughs> separating yeah. the two is not really like a. I mean, and to your point. I mean, I think the yeah, same way. But you really can't separate it. So, li- so, <laughs> so keep your words few, lest you might uh, make make your words sweet, lest you have to eat them at home, mm-hmm. right? Be mindful because mm-hmm. you, you guys do work together. Yeah. Uh, in do you guys work do you office together? Or do you we yeah. work from home or you do or, you do office together? Yeah. yeah, she has her own office next to mine. Oh wow, mm-hmm. she comes up in once in a while. <laughs> that's fine. Um, that's here fun. we go. No, I'm no, just he loves to say that. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's good. Yeah, but I think there's there's that there's that part of you know knowing how to work together. Knowing your limits as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I think some people say, well, we've got to do that. We've got to be, you know, Meg doesn't come into the office like that. That's not, mm-hmm. Meg will come into the office and she will spruce things up. She'll check the, you know, how is everybody doing here? What's the culture like here? Uh, she's like, James, you have absolutely nothing to eat in here. I'm like, well, why do we need anything to eat in here? She goes, you've got like 10 people walking around. We need mm-hmm. snacks. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. And so Meg yeah. introduced the snack basket. Uh, which literally she puts it out by the end of the day, it's empty. It's gone. Yeah. And I saw something in the morning. I'm like, oh, wow, it's really great. I'm like, I'll get that at lunchtime. And I go back and it's gone. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, babe, I, come on. She goes, I put something special in your desk. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And so, so to the point, it's kind of knowing what you're really, your gifted is, your gifting, your talent, so and, and how, it, how they can benefit one another. It doesn't have mm-hmm. to be. You know, Meg, I need you to be doing the books. It's like, it's not necessary. So at this point. At this point. At right. this point, yeah. Yeah. I and mean, in the beginning you were. I mean, at this point, yeah. But at home, I'm, I'm the home manager. So, like, my business yes. is at home. I do the bills. I do the scheduling. I do <laughs> the back and forth and whatever needs to happen and stay on top of that. So, mm-hmm. at home. You create I, structure for us at home. I, I have that consistency, mm-hmm. um, and I've been faithful at home yeah. with doing mm-hmm. yes, you have everything been. there. So, I mean, you don't you don't worry about like what the law and like what's going to happen with that or scheduling nope. anything. It just nope. it just happens. And the pool. You told me early on you take care of the pool. Oh, absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Well, I, I I really never wanted <laughs> I the pool. Take care of the pool. <laughs> yeah, but I never really wanted a pool. That was the thing. Megan really really wanted a house with a pool, and I said what? What what was? Do you remember what I said to you? I think neither of us take care of the pool. Oh, yeah. I don't I don't know. I think I said I'll get the pool if you take care of it, and she's like done. That's what you told me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's like done, and she's Megan's been. Taking care of the pool the past yeah. ten years. I care. I um I like the verse that you're faithful with a little, you're blessed with a little bit That's more. Right. Mm-hmm. And actually, um, when we built um our house, it's actually we put that Bible verse into mm-hmm. the concrete. The concrete. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just really grateful for everything that God's provided mm-hmm. for us, and I, it brings me joy to. To manage it and to care for it mm-hmm. and i don't know if that's how you feel with like your families and your businesses mm-hmm. it's just kind of whatever there is i i'm just I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, i clean cars yeah you don't really clean cars so much i have no interest in cleaning my car yeah but my car i like to keep everything <laughs> nice and clean and and i like to um take care of what we have just mm-hmm. i don't know yeah so and- there isn't much need for me in the office mm-hmm. at this point yeah. Um, but I Let's have, I have honest, other that's places. That's a struggle that we are dealing with right now is he he wants me in the office mm-hmm. more than I want to be there or sure. feel like I need to be there. That's right. And so that's something we're, we're working through right mm-hmm. now, you know, because I have 
things at home that I need to yeah. do and Delegation, take care of. And right? all it's, that. Yeah. it's the art of delegation. Yeah. Yes. And, and who do we trust to delegate things to? And we have exactly. personal feelings or preferences. Yes. But again, that's up to us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean now that that's the responsibility of, it's like, it's in our yard. That doesn't mean it's responsible to throw it into our wife's yard. Yeah. Right. Or, you know, into, right, into, her, into right. her court, her area right. of life. That's so true. But, and with her, she does, she does the payroll and the tax filings and basically keeps the books. And she's really good at it. Sure. And I love her doing it. We've hired bookkeepers in the past that have not been good and we've had to let them go, have messed everything up. She had to go back and fix everything they did. Yeah. And so that's why I like, I only trust her. He holds me onto it. Highly trust. It's a trust but issue. But then he yeah. forgets that we have children and we, <laughs> yeah. we yeah. have, I, don't forget. I have things at home that I have, that I'm responsible yes. for to yeah, do, absolutely. you know, that he, you know, laundry, his right. laundry is always done. I know. How's that work? How does that happen? <laughs> Some little fairy comes yeah. in. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So as a, like going back to what would you recommend to young couples? Yeah. What's your you know, advice? What you is it? You have to figure out those roles mm-hmm. and, and who's going to do what and where your, where your time is going to be spent, you know, yeah. each one of you, because everything me, has to get done good in the office necessarily i like to be out with the people and mm-hmm. working with the teams and with the crews yeah and, that's right and she does not she'd rather be in an office by herself with no interruption i always Absolutely. told him i wanted yeah. to be in an office no phone no people just do my work and bang office. it out I don't get want it any. done yeah. i get in get out <laughs> yeah right and i can do it faster than yes yeah absolutely but... no, well, it's, well it's true <laughs> yeah you don't want to just hang out and around people. because your time is, is valuable yeah. yes so something that um we've had to work through in the past was um, when James is doing something different, he's like, well, who's somebody I can trust? Megan, you don't look like you're doing anything. You look like you're available. I'm going to put you on. I highly, highly trust you. And I'm like, no, no. That, is not me. that is not happening because I'm not a doormat either. Right. And there are certain structures and there's things that um, I provide to our relationship and to our family that can't be delegated mm-hmm. out. Right. Um, and True. so, yeah, yeah, you're not replaceable. It's like you're yeah, not a replaceable. Exactly. Well, in, in some functions, it, yeah. you know, somebody else could do that. And I didn't see me doing something that somebody else could do, you know, for a wage. Yeah. And then having, I'm doing that for a wage, you know, that somebody else could be doing for a wage and then having our children be cared for by somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, which you've put value on you doing the same. that. Right. Yeah, because yes. they're not gonna they're not gonna care about their heart the way that I do. They're not gonna pray for them. They're they're not caring about their future and in the way that a, a mom does. You know. Right. Um, so I'm like, why would I do something somebody else could do, mm-hmm. and then have somebody else do something that they can't they can't be me in that situation? Right. And then finding that balance. The value. That's so good. Yeah. Value so, of your worth. I remember she's my wife, not my bookkeeper. Not my and I think First realistically, yeah, guys, that that's, good. Yeah. you know, I would say, you know, for, for entrepreneurial couples, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think that's a key thing, especially, especially kingdom minded entrepreneurial couples mm-hmm. is knowing the value that we have on one another mm-hmm. and, and what's, what's your, what's your number one priority in your relationship and what's your number two and kind of, and, and then. And if things that could be uh, like if one's like very stressful items that, you know, there's always like a lot of tension in the, that area of our relationship. But what can we do to remove that tension? You know, it's kind of like he- really listening and hearing mm-hmm. what's, right. what's yeah. Megan. I really, really, really trust you. I want you in the office. Great. That's wonderful. And I love the fact that you trust me. But when I come there. Everything else here that you really, really love and you need and you depend on and you rely on when you step in through that door 
is not going to be there. Which mm-hmm. ones has higher value? Mm-hmm. Which one's more important? That's right. Mm-hmm. right. And I'm like, okay, you're right. I really love the uh, the sanctuary of my home mm-hmm. yeah. and how you run it. Mm-hmm. And, and it should be it. peaceful. And it should be very peaceful. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't be. be stressed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Because no, right. people, people rely on me. We have older kids. We have younger kids. And me being available um, for them to just kind of come in. I think I told you before um, earlier this week. And um, we had gotten some new chairs, and I scotch guarded them all. I'm like, oh, I went through four cans of scotch guard, and uh, you know, these are the people that I interacted with. You know, I'm really grateful that I could have the freedom to scotch card chairs and do different things and be involved in our community and be available for our family. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and um, it's true. And um. Well, I'm I'm, I'm th- grateful so for that. Well, so I don't want to just sit, I don't want to sit in like an office and you know like do things that somebody else we could do. Someone to do. Yeah, yeah. and it's then true. and then later, I, I remember we had tried to get cleaners to come in before. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my goodness, you know, like we paid for this, like they didn't do this and this, you know, it, it's easier for me to do things than try and delegate them out because then I'll come back and I'll be like, okay. Yeah. Now I need to, it's true. to still do all this. And I did that. So when you had asked me to do things in the office, there wasn't a trade-off. And that's, I think that's what I told you. I'm like, well, these other things are on my plate. Find a way to get these other things off my plate, and then I can do this for and you. And I couldn't mm-hmm. replace you at home. You right. couldn't and, replace me And that was the point. I couldn't replace my... her at home. Yeah. And so that's why I said, okay, stop, time out. Meg's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Let me let me shift my brain, yep. right? We tend to hyper focus on things that are not profitable for us. That's mm-hmm. right. You put our focus back so on you things. Think about the highest value. I mean, yeah, it's the same at work. You need to focus on the highest value. What'll give me the biggest return? That's right. Right. And I mean, and, and relationally as well. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because if we are highly stressed in our relationships, our production goes way down. Mm-hmm. Our work mm-hmm. suffers. Our team suffers. Everything's mm-hmm. like, and now we feel like in chaos, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know. So I think that's that's really important. Is is keep your number one focus. Right. The one thing. The one thing that's that's highly relational, that's really, really important to yeah. us. Because in the end, why do we do it? If we literally didn't have a family anymore, yeah. what? what? Yeah. Having things at home, orderly and running smoothly, yeah. gives you the freedom to go in the workplace and not think about that. That's you right. Know, it's that's one less burden. to focus so on true. is the yeah. workplace. Like the time yeah. when you injured your knee skiing, those yes. times... Right after you've had a baby, I realize what she does. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. When, it does, like when mama's down, everything changes. Yeah. Or when she goes out yeah. of town or goes. Yes. If you oh, could... for me to go out of town is like. <laughs> yeah, forget yeah, that. Yeah, very difficult. Yes, very difficult on me and him. Yes. If you guys could go back and speak to yourselves when you first started and, and knowing what you know now and knowing what you walk through now, if you could go back and tell yourselves one piece of advice. What would you tell yourselves? Oh, that's hard, James. That's a great question. Okay, it could be anything, but what do you think would have been helpful knowing that the ups and downs, this not, your life has not been a highlight. It's just all mountaintops, right? It's, I mean, it's just like, oh, it's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's a great. roller coaster. Yeah, okay, so it's a roller coaster. So, so yes. with your faith, knowing who your God is, knowing how God loves you, knowing how mm-hmm. he cares about you, he loves the fact that you guys are service-oriented, right? You provide a service mm-hmm. for the community that has mm-hmm. value for people. Mm-hmm. I mean, knowing that what you've what you've done past twenty seven years together as a married couple, you know, what, what would you remind yourselves? Go back and remind yourselves. What would you do? What would you say? Our answers may be different. Mine would be to act sooner on you know the the opportunities. What I wanted to do in my heart, like going full time with this business, pursuing this side hustle. Yeah, I would have done that years sooner when I had the chance. I wish yeah. I'd started sooner. Okay, we'd so be farther along now. Get in sooner. 
I don't think I would change anything. I think that it has progressed the way it should have mm -hmm. and in the best possible way. Um, you know, the years that we worked for other people and other companies prepared us for where we were are now. And, and it just all the timing was God's timing. And it was just right. I, it it sounds cliche to say that, but uh, I, I can't see it working out any different. You would take all yeah. those. You would take all that, all that, all that hardship, that those hard times. And you you wouldn't change those. Oh, that's sweet. No, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I and as much as I rail against parking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, understood. It, it has been a real blessing for us and for our family and for the community. And, and I see um, his presence out there and the way people other than me value him. And, and David you know, is the guy. Yeah. The I mean, guy they love him. The Ferrari, the Lamborghini, the they Bugatti. love him like I love him. Yeah. So. Yeah. He's so, the only guy know, that can drive me from here to sweet. Houston yeah. to Colorado. Right? Yeah. And I'm some, like, that's my husband. That, <laughs> yeah. We have some people that will call before they accept an invitation to an event. They'll call me and ask if I'm going to be there. You know, before yeah. they go to the thought, David, well, you, I mean, everybody knows you. His employees, they want to work. You. So how can him. you not? You know, they, help uh, people they like that sign or... up for the events he's going to be at because they like to yeah. work with him. We're so blessed. We're so yeah. blessed. If you had, if you had a, if you had a scripture verse that, that you that you daily, weekly, monthly kind of like go back to from when you were young. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and and what would that verse be? What is that verse? Will you share that with us that, that just keeps reminding you to, to keep your focus on your husband, on your on your mm -hmm. wife, on your family, on your legacy? Like what, what would you, what's that verse that kind of inspires you? Well, mine, when I went to college, I adopted Romans 12, one through two, do not conform to the ways of the world, but be a new transformed person. And yeah. And that's always been my go-to, you know. That's just, good. You know. So when you're being challenged and faced with something new and you're like, I just don't want to go this, I don't want to do this. Mm -hmm. So you remind yourself that you just got to be renewed. Renew yes. your mind. God's there. Yes. He'll, he'll get you through it. Yeah. All right. Speak mm -hmm. his word over your life. Mm -hmm. will be transformed. It's good. Mine's also Romans 12. Interesting. But uh -huh. later on, when he says, when you're faithful with business, you'll stand before kings. Yeah. Like, and he yes. says business, when you're faithful with this business. Yeah. Yes. And he will. And that's, I think that's happened. I've been able to talk to, you, you showed me the book, Faith Driven Entrepreneur. Yeah. Fantastic. And I got book. the auto book right away, started listening, thought, I know all this. this yeah. Is so yeah. Absolutely. But yeah. then as I got farther, like, oh, oh he's I'm missing this. my rear. Missing yeah, this. Yeah. This is <laughs> this. Yeah. Like that we have opportunities that no one else has. We do. Yeah. I'll drive people to Houston, you know, three and a half hours away that would never allow me into their house to talk about the faith, but I've got them trapped in a car <laughs> for You're four right. hours and we can talk about anything, the things that I'm not preaching to them, but things come up and I yeah. understand their lives and yeah. things you can that speak going into their lives, planting seeds. You know, um, as we, as we wrap up this, this time, I think can I say it, one more thing. I'm sorry about the scriptures. I think on. also in Romans 12, it says as much as in you is live at peace with each other. Live peaceable. Yeah. As much as in you, like as much as you can. can live peaceable. Live peaceably. Um, John Maxwell says, if you have one percent in common with some other person, you disagree on everything. You pound that one percent. Focus on you what is agreeable. Right. Yeah. Uh, that, you know that reminds me of. I don't know the reference. Go ahead. What? What were you going to say? I wasn't. I don't know the reference, but I would say, um, uh, submit yourselves to one another and hum, mm -hmm. uh, and brotherly love. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The, yeah. Talk Absolutely. About, and I think about that with Megan and I. Um, we need to just just be just submit to one another and brotherly love. You know, I know it's probably the husbands love your wives, wives. You know, uh, no, what is it? Husbands uh, love your wives, wives. 
submit to your husbands. Uh And I said, so oh, they put that heavy focus on that. I said, no, 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 we need to submit to one another. And respect wives, respect your husbands. Yeah, but it's like, I think more of the emphasis, submit to one another in brotherly love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's reminding ourselves that we need one another. We can benefit one another. Mm-hmm. Um, not just for what I can get or what I can, you know, how she can help me, but it's like, no, it's it's literally just understanding that we need one another and we can help each other accomplish more. Mm-hmm. And so when we wrap this up, I think um, what's great is that risk tolerance, the two different, you know, opposites attract, they do, it's true. But really when you've got um, someone who uh, together, you guys can accomplish, we can accomplish some great things together when we understand the value there's times where I've thought that Megan's just being difficult and why is she preventing me from moving forward? <laughs> right? But it's really not that way. Yeah. But but really that's God's grace. It's God's that's grace. Right. That's that's right. And and recognizing God's grace. If we really truly believe we are submitted, we are submitted and that our God loves us and he cares about us. If we truly believe that, then we will recognize the fact that our partners are there to help us. This we can see God God's work in our lives through our partners, vice versa, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, I just want to thank you guys for joining us. Yes. Uh, this thank has been uh, really good. You guys are really the first couple that we've oh. interviewed um, in this <laughs> new venture. Honor. It's an adventure. Yes. Uh, it's helped us too. Like, yes. Just relive some memories. And, yeah. and that's really what, that was the it goal. Is. You know, we really want, there's ministry yeah. that needs to be done for, for entrepreneurial couples. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, man, we're in the trenches every day. We're in the trenches. And sometimes we feel like we're in the trenches and you guys are, you know, our, our spouses are in the, the opposite trench, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But, but we've, we've been married together. We're going 22 years. You guys are 25 years 27. and 27, 27, 27 yeah, years. Yeah. And so in that, a lot of entrepreneurial couples don't make it. They're mm-hmm. working on their second or third marriages. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of um, uh, things there that when we're faith, we keep faith at the forefront of what we do. Mm-hmm. It is who we are. We keep God's word in front of us. It is our foundation that mm-hmm. we love one another. We forgive one another. That applies into business as well. So mm-hmm. thank you for being here. Um, hopefully you'll be able to come back and join us in the future yeah, as well. Yes, uh, so <laughs> I think in any one of these issues, we could just do a whole show <laughs> we on could. We really yes. could. <laughs> any one of them. It's yeah. so true. It's yeah. so true. It, it's uh, sky's the limit uh, in this in this industry. So, um, well, you know, in this, we love you guys. And this has yeah. been an honor. Thanks for having us. Thanks so much, guys. All right. Hey, thanks again for joining us, guys. Uh, looking forward to uh, you subscribing, hitting that like button, ring the bell, uh, send us a message down below. We'd love to comment to you. Thanks again for joining us.